Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hey, girlfriend, and welcome back to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am so excited to have you here, but before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk to you about something really exciting that I have coming your way in the next couple of weeks. I'm assuming that you could be in a spot right now where you're feeling like you need to get ready for summer, get that summer bikini body, and in times past, you may have turned to something like a quick fix or an all or nothing mindset to get you where you need to be. Well, if you've been hanging out with me before or for a while now, you understand and know that quick fixes and all or nothing mindsets are two things that I absolutely don't believe in. However, I do believe in feeling your most confident and most happy and most healthy self heading into one of the most fun seasons of the year. And with that being said, I am hosting something that is going to be so much fun and help you find the best of both worlds between finding that happy, healthy, and confident self, but having it be something that's long-term and fun versus something you do every single summer or every single season over and over and over again. This is called the Not Your Normal Get Ready for Summer Fitness Free Trial inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness membership. It's going to be a week of so much fun. We are gonna have daily live trainings teaching you the exact tools to make fitness fun and long-term. We're gonna do daily summer recipes, five filmed workouts, and so much more. The dates are May 17th, through the 24th and if you want to grab your spot and if you want in on this and if you want to start your health and fitness journey for the last damn time then you need to go grab your spot from the link in the show notes so go ahead rush there click the link get signed up and hey girl it is going to be so much fun and i will see you in the workouts but first let's head on into this episode of the podcast Hey, 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 damn happy, damn healthy fam, and welcome back for another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am thrilled and excited to be introducing you all to our special guest today, my dear friend, Julie Ann Howard, and she is here to talk to us about meal planning, diet culture, and food freedom. We dive into so much good stuff inside this episode and just have a great conversation around nutrition, mindset, and just finding your best balance when it comes to your health and fitness lifestyle. Julianne is a nutritionist that struggled for years to find her balance. She was stuck in that all or nothing mindset that many of us know all too well, which had her restricting like crazy during the week and then once Friday happy hour rolled around, it was a free-for-all. Can you relate? Because I totally can. She has since found her balance that keeps her feeling her best while still allowing her to enjoy the social life she loves. Julie Ann works with clients online in a one-on-one and group setting to help them find their best balance in nutrition through education and a mindset-based approach. I am so excited to dive into this. Like I've said many, many times, let's go ahead and head on into the episode. 
Hello, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am here with my great friend and nutritionist, Julianne Howard. I am so excited to have her on the podcast. She has such a fun spin on food freedom and nutrition. And today we are going to dive into a little bit of food freedom and a little bit of diet culture. And I'm just excited to get some expertise from someone who's an expert in this area and have her kind of tell us about her story story when it comes to food freedom and dealing with diet culture and working her way and navigating her way to a place that's just like really fun and exciting and just flowy when it comes to nutrition now. So welcome, Jules. I'm so excited to have you here. Why don't we just go ahead and start off by you introducing yourself. Tell us who you are. Tell us a little bit about your journey and we'll go from there. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Julianne Howard. I am a nutritionist and wellness coach. I work with mostly women, although I have worked with men in the past as well, um, in one-on-one and also group coaching sessions to help them revamp their relationship with food and their body so they can find what I like to call their best balance, so they can enjoy the foods that they love while still progressing through their health goals and feeling their absolute best while they do it. That's incredible. I like love, I love your little best balance slogan because I think that's so, I like how it says like their best balance because I think that you and I have a very like similar, similar belief in that like your version of balance is different than my version of balance and there is like no one size fits all when it comes to it. So when it comes to all of this, tell us a little bit about you and your journey and kind of what brought you to where you are today. I know that Um, you're of course a nutritionist and you are now an expert in this area, but what inspired you to kind of create, create a career around this and where did this all kind of start with for you? Yeah. So I went to college for nutrition. I have a bachelor's degree in human food and nutrition and I, I felt really lost. I had all of this information bombarded at me and I had days where I, or months where I was raw vegan and I had months where I was this and months where I was that. And it got to the point where I was like restricting and counting every calorie and measuring every little thing that I put into my body and trying it. And I didn't trust myself to eat like a normal person, which is, you know, wild because I had all of this, you know, high class experience and knowledge in nutrition. But looking back, it it wasn't about the food. It wasn't about my education. It was about my emotions and that I wasn't accepting my emotions. I felt like that food was the only thing that I could truly control. I could see it. I could feel it. I could taste it. It met those needs and it, it put me in the moment. So I was on that kind of like all or nothing path where I would restrict and eat ultra clean, ultra clean Monday to Friday afternoon, and then I would binge on the weekends and holidays. And any little chance that it was like, quote unquote, acceptable. Um, And like, I think that we've all kind of been there where we've given ourselves like, oh, I deserve this or, you know, it's a holiday. It's this, it's that. But then it got to the point where I realized like, after I do this, like I feel like absolute crap. And like, I felt like crap during the week because... I was hardly eating and I was like eating so little calories that it's like, okay, like something's got to give. And I finally got to the point where I was like, 
what the heck am I doing? And I started to work on me. I started to work on my mindset and my view of food where I wanted to be able to have a margarita, a taco Tuesday. I wanted to be able to enjoy my mom's brownies without feeling like I had to go extra hard in the gym the next day. And that's kind of like where it all kicked off. It's it's so crazy how everyone has like such a similar experience. Like I I can I like feel everything that you're saying right there and it's crazy how I feel like we talk about like our or not necessarily talk about but like you look on Instagram or you look on these like social media feeds where you see these people who are like super fit, super lean, um, appear super happy, but behind all of it, like, everybody has a story as to, like, why they are where they are and why you are at the point that you're at now and why I'm at the point teaching what I'm teaching now, and it's so similar. Obviously, different, different experience because we're different people, but I can 100% relate to the whole idea of, like, eating clean Monday through Friday and tracking every single thing I put in my mouth, weighing everything I put in my mouth, and then come Friday, like, I felt like I had some leeway, and I would, like, I would go into, like, binge mode on the weekends, and I'm not gonna say, like, I was, like, the ultimate binger where I just, like, ate everything in sight because it wasn't, it wasn't like that for me, but I dealt with so much guilt on the, on Sundays simply because I restricted so much during the week and then I just thought it was like the end of the world that I consumed not healthy food and that my goals were destroyed and that I'm back to square one and it was weekend after weekend and month after month and it just got so frustrating. Um, as you kind of think about this, what do you think, um, like, I feel like like starting the conversation around diet culture and just how there are all these like quick fixes or diets out there and I think they give this give this like thing like this persona that we have to be perfect and that we have to be like like in order to achieve these results or in order to do this you need to do this for this many days you need to do this for like this cleanse this quick fix this program and with all of like diet culture, I think that like having a conversation around just like how how that contributes to all of this. Do you do you think that? Oh, like, absolutely. That this is we get that like we get that mentality or that sort of like viewpoint when it comes to health and fitness that it's like white and black, which it it totally isn't. Like it's not black and white here. It's like you don't have to. Like, you can eat pizza and you're still healthy the next day. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not like, and what are, what are your thoughts and opinions on that? Yeah. So, I mean, the whole, you know, topic of diet culture, I think that it is really important to, like, understand that this starts when we're really young. Before I started my own business, I worked for a nonprofit and I taught nutrition in schools. So I went into schools and daycares and I taught nutrition to young kids. And I would cringe at some of the lessons that I would see that the teachers would be giving them where it was like circle the healthy foods and X out the junk foods. And that young, I mean, we're talking three years old where they're having oh kids gosh. pick out the difference between healthy and unhealthy foods and labeling them as good and bad. And, you know, 
categorizing foods is diet culture. And when we're being taught this from such a young age, it's really hard to rewrite those rules and rewire that mindset going forward to be able to see food as food. And that is, you know, what I do is I like to say, like, I, I rewrite and I rewire those rules. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's just crazy. And, and it, and it continues, like it continues through. And I think, I mean, you can just see it in, in like your loved ones as well, too. I know I'm, I know you'll probably talk about this, but like we see our parents do diets or we see our, our friends do diets or we see our family members do diets. And it's like, we're growing up in this world where it's not normal to just like have a balanced and healthy lifestyle. It's either you're all in or you're all out. There's no like in between. And I think that, and not to say that everyone's grown up with that experience. And I wouldn't say that like mine was like a major um, reflection of that. But I think that just society overall has this viewpoint of like good or bad, healthy, not healthy. And there's no like fluidity. And that's why people struggle so much in in terms of like something being like on again and off again. And they can't find that balance. And it's because both are so extreme. You eat all the healthy food and you restrict and you feel like crap because you're restricting and you're not happy and you haven't found balance. Or you eat all the crappy food and you feel like crap because you feel like crap because you're eating like crap. And it's just, it's like like a lose-lose scenario. So do you feel like there are events in your life and share what you want to that have like led to led you to kind of have the belief around food that you do now versus um, like outside of, I guess, the education you received when you were a nutritionist? Yeah. So um, it was kind of interesting because I kind of grew up on both sides of the spectrum. So my parents were divorced and my mom was and is very healthy. She was a fitness instructor when she was younger. So like health, fitness, nutrition was always a priority growing up in my mom's house. Then I would go to my dad's for the weekend and it was like a free-for-all and it was candy and it was takeout and it was fast food. And my dad was a cereal dieter and he would go on again and off again. And he was very heavy. And like when I say that he would, he would lose a bunch of weight, like 50, 60, 100 pounds, and then he would gain it all back. And he would go all in and lose a bunch of weight and then he would gain it all back. And it finally, you know, unfortunately, like ended his life. He died, passed away of a heart attack a little over five years ago. And I saw similar patterns to that in myself when I was, you know, restricting and then binging and then restricting and binging. And I think that's kind of like where I got that pattern from where it was like, okay, like I was getting that like, healthiness, like from like my mom's side. And like, I knew what to do. And like, I knew how to eat. and I knew the foods that made me feel good. But then I was like, I deserve this. You know, I worked hard all week. And then Sunday, like you said earlier, I would come around and I would feel like absolute crap. And then the cycle would start again and again. And I think that, you know, like the biggest thing that we need to remember, like in terms of, you know, this diet cycle that so many of us have been on, is that restricting and writing rules and depriving yourself is literally a springboard to emotional eating, stress eating, 
and binging. And if, you know, if you think about any time that you've ever tried to go on, you know, an extreme diet, whether it was, you know, for one week or it was for 30 days, what's the first thing that you do is like, you end up with like your arm in a tub of ice cream or like whatever your, you know, snack food of choice is. Chips. (laughs) Yeah. And this is just, oh, it's so good. So as a nutritionist and as someone who specifically, so Julianne actually has a program that she like specifically helps women find food freedom with. So that's like the ultimate goal of the, the program. It's not to give you a cookie cutter meal plan. It's not to just like say like, hey, do this and you'll ultimately feel better. Like she wants to dig deep and really figure out why it is you are like feeling this um, or having this on again, off again relationship when it comes to your health and fitness and specifically with nutrition. So when you are, when when like a woman is going through something like this, what do you think some of the like red flags are that like if, if someone's listening to this episode and she's fearing that she is um, maybe caught in this like poor relationship with nutrition and poor relationship with food, like what would you think, what would you like call out as some red flags to like hey this is you need a reality check like these are things that you need to like recognize as like like I've said 10 times red flags to stop the way you're doing things and try and kind of seek help or seek advice on doing things a different way yeah so I mean definitely being super focused on any sort of number whether that's the number on the scale, the number of calories, the number of grams of fat, you know, being super like macro driven, um, you know, any sort of weight or measurement. I think that, you know, I understand that if you have weight loss goals and you want to weigh yourself when you begin a journey and you want to weigh yourself, you know, a couple months out, that's okay. But when we weigh ourselves every morning and I've been there and I'm sure you've been there at one point too, where you woke up and you went to the bathroom and you weighed yourself because that is what everybody does. And that scale and that number dictated your mood for the entire day. And if you're at that point where you, your mood and your, you know, happiness is dictated on the number on the scale, then you need to get help. And that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean that you have to come to me. You know, there are hundreds of thousands of coaches out there and we all do things a little bit differently. And I think that it's important that you just find somebody that has similar goals to you, that sees your vision, and that is able to support you in the way that you want to live long-term. Because doing another quick fix isn't going to fix that. You can't fix long-term problems with a short-term solution. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. That's... I love that. You can't fix long-term problems with a short-term solution. That is, that's exactly what I, (laughs) that is like exactly what people need to hear. And I love that you bring up the whole idea of being obsessive with numbers because I really do believe that there is a time and a place for um, measurements and whether that mean measurements of your food or measurements of your body. And I'm not saying like, I will never be the person to say like, you you have to completely avoid those things because I think that it's our human nature to want to like see results if that makes sense like that like be able to like grasp results but I think there's a fine line between using those numbers as a as one um one uh like 
scope of results and like scope of um what's the word I'm looking for like progress that's the word I'm looking for and then there's that fine line between that and an obsession with it and I think for me when I was in my stage of like doing all of like the tracking and the weighing and like and I'm not just saying like weighing myself and weighing my food (laughs) it was like both (laughs) it got to be a point where I like I didn't enjoy it like I wasn't like like I hated tracking every single thing I ate like I did not enjoy it I did it because I thought I had to and now there are moments where I will still weigh things not out of like restriction mode but just out of like simple portion control and that kind of thing. And I think that there, I like how you said that like there, that like extreme obsession with numbers, because I really believe there is that line that's really easy to cross. And I would say most people are on the obsession side versus like the using it for like practical sense, because like you said, Jules, like weight loss is something that a lot of people start starting a health and fitness journey want. And I don't want to tell anybody ever that like, well, you need to stop wanting weight loss because if you if you feel like that you will be happier, healthier, and more confident if you want to lose by losing five pounds, then that's okay. I'm not going to tell you like, no, you need to stop thinking I need to lose five pounds. Mm-hmm. But I like to kind of, I love this and I will never forget this. I had Tanner Hobbs on this podcast and mm-hmm. I will always quote her when she said it, the way she said it because it like is such a great way of explaining this. It's something I've tried to explain for a while and she said it in a certain way and I'm just like, man, that's exactly how it should be said. But ultimately, when we want to lose weight or when we're obsessed with numbers or obsessed with this stuff, like the ultimate goal isn't weight loss. Like we want to lose weight because of what? Happiness. We want to be happy. Like the overall goal is happiness. Like that's what we want. And so when we then start to focus on happiness versus focusing as the ultimate goal instead of weight loss, then sure, weight loss can happen. And she, this is what she said, weight loss and um, energy and all the other things that come along with that ultimate goal being happiness are just byproducts of us searching for that happiness. So you can have the weight loss, you can have the physical results, you can lose the inches, but that's a byproduct of you trying to get to your happiest self and I love that how she said that and I think that ties perfectly into this because that obsession with numbers is such a red flag and it's something that I think I wish I would have like been noticing sooner for myself um do you think that there are any other red flags when it comes to like food freedom and finding like a healthy relationship with food consumption and diet culture and all of that. Is there any other red flag that you would point out? So I think that it's like kind of important to like bring up that topic of balance because, you know, everybody is like using the word balance right now. I mean, it's such a buzzword. I mean, I call my programs best balance. (laughs) My -hmm. website is best balance nutrition because I'm all about finding your best balance. But I think that it's important to note that like, Balance isn't a one-for-one with junk food. Um, And it's really about finding foods that make you feel your absolute best. And I don't just mean like in the moment 
like when you're eating a piece of chocolate cake or when you're eating chips, like you might feel really good, like in that moment, but if you overdo it, you always end up feeling not so great. So like, Mm -hmm. if you find yourself feeling not so great, or you feel yourself feeling guilty after you're eating certain foods, then I think that that, you know, is another kind of like red flag to go into yourself and like look deep and like say like, you know, is this really like a great relationship with food that I have right now? If I feel guilty after, we shouldn't feel guilty after we're eating food. Um, We should want to try new recipes. We should enjoy the things that we're eating, but enjoy them in a mindful moderation and when we restrict things, you're just going to crave them even more. So you, again, like I said earlier, restricting and rules is literally just a springboard to more emotional stress and binge eating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this, I love that you brought this up because I remember that day, it's been a few weeks back that we both like posted the exact same topic without <laughs> even realizing it about balance. So on Instagram, I posted something in regard to balance and I basically said like, hashtag balance an excuse for just plain lazy. Like, are you just being lazy and saying like, oh, hashtag balance. Um, And Jules posted something very similar. And just in that sense that like, Balance doesn't mean that you like can use balance as an excuse to eat like crap or to um, have poor eating habits. Like it's a matter of finding like a routine that works well for you. And I always say like a little tagline of mine is like, what can you eat and how can you like like create a nutrition plan that fuels your body and fuels your soul? And if you're thinking about doing both of those things, then you can find that balance. It's not cheat meals. It's not binge weekends. It's not like that is not balance. Like balance is not eating clean Monday through Friday and then hashtag balance on the weekend. I'm going to have all the indulgence. That's just not it. And I love that you bring that up because that's when the guilt happens. It's when we over over restrict and then we binge and then we feel guilty. And so I love that red flag. If you're feeling any sort of guilt around around food that you're eating or food like your relationship or routine when it comes to food, that's, that's a big red flag. And I think that those are both good things to notice. So as we kind of like head into the end of this episode, one thing that I want to talk about, because I know that your strategy for it is just incredible, is a little bit about like the basics when it comes to food and meal planning. And I know that like I have so many people approach me and they're like, well, Chelsea, like I understand that like you're telling me that I can I can essentially eat whatever I want, but I need to focus on that like what fuels my body, what fuels my soul sort of method or the 80-20 method if that's something that resonates with people more. Um, mm-hmm. But like, what do I eat? <laughs> like, like, I still don't know what to eat. And I think that oftentimes we get in like a, oh, like eating healthy means that you prep all your meals on on Sunday and you're eating like chicken and broccoli and rice. And like, I think that people forget that like healthy eating doesn't have to be monotonous. It doesn't have to be boring. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because Jules did a training inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy membership um, for like one of our monthly workshops. And she talked about meal planning. And the way you talked about it really took meal planning and put a fun spin on it versus people feeling like boring or like they had to eat the same thing every single day. Like I said, boring, monotonous, and 
not fun. Um, tell us a little bit about your perspective when it comes to like, because just because you're finding like a sense of balance doesn't mean that you can't create like a system or a little bit of control for yourself because being prepared does really help if you want to focus on nutritious food and you want to focus on fueling your body preparation is important because we're all human and we're going to definitely dive for the most convenient things so talk us through a little bit of like your meal planning strategy and I think that will be a good takeaway for any like beginner listening to this episode yeah so I mean like like we said earlier like as much as like we talk about like balance and food freedom I get it I mean sometimes we need a plan we need a guide we need something to go off of and I mean, I make meal plans for me and my boyfriend every week. We plan what we're going to buy for breakfast, what we're going to do for lunch, and most importantly, planning dinner, I think is really a great kind of like kickoff point. And I have like a six-step system to plan and to prep and save hours in the kitchen. And it also helps you to save money. So nobody wants to spend all day on Sunday prepping, you know, four different like whole flat meals and listeners are cheering for you right now (laughs) save money and save time that's what we all want (laughs) like tell us how we all want to save time we want to save money but we still want to reach our goals and we still want food to be convenient but I like to prep and plan in a way that's also really flexible so like I think that it is number one important to make a grocery list but it's important to make that we're stocked up on all of those staples. So make sure that you're stocked up on your oils, your spices, grains, canned goods, that kind of stuff. And then when we think about like the bulk of our meals for the week, I, you know, promote like a, it's called like a three, two, one method. So it's a six ingredient prep. So instead of prepping, you know, three or four full out meals that you're going to eat every day for lunch and dinner, um, you're just prepping six individual ingredients. And what that those six ingredients are is it's three vegetables. And that doesn't mean that you're only eating these three vegetables, but these are just three vegetables that you're going to be like cooking. Maybe you're grilling them, roasting them, whatever. Three vegetables, two proteins, and one carbohydrate. And what these six core ingredients do is they help you to you know prep and plan around this, giving you a variety of nutrients giving you that balance, giving you a variety of meals every night. Because, you know, maybe one night you're doing a Greek salad and then the next night you can do tacos and you can do similar ingredients, but it's all about that next part, which is what I like to call the fast food. I don't mean like, you know, McDonald's McDonald's. or (laughs) drive-thru or (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Fast foods are going to be foods that, you can make really quickly. So things like eggs, you know, sauces, like pasta sauce, barbecue sauce, hot sauce, using corn tortillas, hummus, you know, those canned beans, fresh salad greens. This is what's going to help you to kind of fill in those gaps to make those six ingredients more diverse every night without like making your head spin. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. (laughs) And I think that that just like simplifies it for people. Like, and it's, it does make your life easier and I always say to people, we we oftentimes go for the less nutrient-dense items simply because they're more readily available to you. If you want to eat healthy, if you yeah. want to be fueling your body and, and eating things that are going to make you feel really good, then 
you have to make it convenient. And I am not a person who like is a standard meal prepper. I used to be, but I really got really sick and tired of eating chicken, broccoli, and rice every single day. And so I love this Mm -hmm. way of doing it because it's like you can eat and have stuff on hand, but like I love, I do something very similar and yours makes a lot, I don't really have a method behind it. So this whole idea of three, two, one, like simplifies it in my mind, but I love like cooking proteins on the weekends and like having those and like, like you said, taking one, one item, like let's say it was chicken that you prepped over the weekend and you on Monday, you turn that into like a chicken and cob chicken cob salad on Tuesday you have a fajita bowl with chicken on Wednesday you do a Asian stir fry with chicken like you can do so many different Mm -hmm. things and by using those like fast sort of foods to fill in the gaps like things that don't take any time at all to prepare um so I think that is just brilliant and I think that that will be really helpful Um, As we kind of wrap this up, Jules, can you kind of give us one piece of advice that you would give to someone who's been really stuck in this like poor relationship with food and and maybe someone who is at a place that you once were. They um, had had a poor relationship with just like that on again, off again relationship with like their health and fitness and they feel like they're searching for freedom, what would be like your number one piece of advice to someone searching for that? Um, I'm going to obviously start with that you need to focus on your mindset. I like to say if you are not in the right headspace, it doesn't matter how much cauliflower rice or how much kale you eat. Um, The thing is, is that, you know, the cookies, the chips, the ice cream isn't the problem it's the mindset and the intention behind Mm -hmm. it that is everything. And the intention for you to nourish, whether that is for health, for hunger, or for pleasure, you know, that's okay, but just know your intention and own that. And if you can't own that, then you need to look for help and you need to, you know, again, get back into that mindset. And when you start to take action on working on your mindset and your intention, you can you can start to heal and it's going to feel a lot easier than trying to flip your life upside down and, you know, restricting all the foods that you're Mm -hmm. eating. Um, When you take the easy way out, you're not getting the real answer for what you're looking for. And it's not easy. You don't have to do it alone. Like I said before, there are so many different coaches and we all do things differently, but it's just about finding somebody that clicks with you and your journey and your goals but again, it all starts with your mindset. And if you're starting with calories or you know macros, I think that it's important to take a step back and you, you need to start with yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to start with you. I love that. I think that's incredible. I, I don't have anything to add because that was so good. I love that <laughs> that whole piece where you said something in regard to like eating, whether it's for hunger for pleasure or for like fueling your body or something like that. That was so good. Um, So the last question I'll ask you is something that I just ask all my guests and it's fun and it'll be easy for you to answer, I think. But what if you were like thinking, you obviously have been around me a lot and you know all about the damn happy, damn healthy mentality and brand. And I always just like to ask like, what 
does like damn happy, damn healthy mean to you? Whether it be like what you're like most like, and let's take a fun spin on it. Like if you had like the most damn happy, damn healthy day, like what would it look like for you start to finish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, you want me to like describe the yeah, full sure. day <laughs> of damn happy, damn healthy? I think so. All right. So my damn healthy, damn happy, damn healthy day would of course start with my morning routine, which is so important, which includes drinking a big old glass of water and following that up with copious amounts of coffee, (laughs) Um, reading my book, face rolling, like jade rolling my face, and then probably going to the beach would be like my most damn happy, damn healthy day. I think that it's, you know, damn happy, damn healthy is like finding freedom and finding balance in food and fitness and life it's just feeling your best Mm -hmm. I totally and doing those things that make you feel your Mm -hmm. best Mm -hmm. I love that day I would join you for that day (laughs) you can (laughs) so as we wrap this up Jules let's go ahead and tell people where they can find you because I'm sure they're going to want to like follow you and do all the things after this um This episode is going to be, I think, open when your group coaching program is open. So tell us a little bit about that as well, too. Um, That way, if people are really seeking some extra support when it comes to food freedom and nutrition, they know where to find you. Yeah, so my Instagram is my name, Julianne Howard, with a little underscore at the end because it was taken. Um, And (laughs) I am running a 12 week, I'm calling it 12 weeks to best balance, of course. And it is a mindset based nutrition program where you we are going to do like weekly calls and we have different topics and modules and worksheets that go along with it. And it's about, you know, you finding your best balance. So this program is going to be, you know, totally customizable to you, your goals, and it really is going to meet each person where they are at. Um, I'm really excited and I love like the whole mindset based approach. It's what I'm all about, but I think that it's also important that, you know, I am adding in that nutrition education and, you know, how to meal prep and how to meal plan, because I think that it's important. You know, it starts with education and I can't wait. So that will be open. And my website is bestbalancednutrition.com. Yes, I love it. Yes, definitely go follow Jules on Instagram and go if you have questions about her program, you can either DM me or her and I can get you in touch with her, but probably easiest thing would just be able to be to find her on Instagram and I will make sure I link her Instagram in the show notes. So, if you are like running knowing this is for you, then definitely reach out to her. I know this program is just going to be incredible. She knows so much and just has a lot lot to offer. So Jules, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. You Thanks, gave us Chess. so many good tips and we will see everybody on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.